Welcome to In the Oil Patch, presented by Shale Oil and Gas Business Magazine and sponsored by Steer. In the Oil Patch is where together we learn and explore topics that affect us all in oil and gas, business, and in your community. Every week, our host, Kim Bilotto, along with me, Alvin Bailey, will visit with the movers and shakers in this fast-paced industry. You'll hear from industry experts, elected officials, and many more right here on In the Oil Patch. Welcome to this week's In the Oil Patch. My name's Alvin Bailey, and I'm normally alongside your host, Kim Bilotto, but I'm in the studio by myself this week because Kim is at the Wildcatters show in Houston, and she's got some very special guests lined up for later in the show, so stay with us. But first, we're going to catch up with our resident energy expert and associate editor of Shale Oil & Gas Business Magazine, David Blackman. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Hey, big news over the last couple of weeks, David the executive order on the clean power plan that, that President Trump signed. Let's let's unpack that just a little bit and talk about that. Yeah, uh, well, that was very interesting. It, it you know the the clean power plan was the Obama administration's uh, you know it was really an effort to to increase costs of coal and power generation so that uh, would encourage fuel switching, uh, the retirement of older coal plants, and conversion to natural gas and other cleaner fuel sources like wind and solar. And um, it was based, by and large, uh, on the construct of uh, at the Council of Environmental Quality of this, uh, what they call the social cost of carbon calculation, which was, you know, basically entirely a construct of, of the Sierra Club and some of the environmental groups. Um, and so President Trump had campaigned. He made a big part of his campaign uh, uh, that he would do what he could to to rescind some of the regulations that had happened under the Clean Power Plan to try to free up the domestic energy, uh, the coal industry, and, and restore some coal jobs. But the interesting part of the executive order is really it will uh, impact the oil and gas industry, in my opinion, more than the coal industry. And, and one of the main reasons for that is so many of the upfront investments and 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 permitting exercises and and plans to retire these these older coal plants are already baked into the cake. You know these companies have already made these decisions. They've already enter, entered into agreements and gotten permits to retire just a huge swath of these older coal plants and convert them to natural gas or uh, to a lesser extent wind and solar. So it might restore some some jobs in coal country, but but in reality that that social cost of carbon construct at CEQ really formed up the basis for the whole raft of uh, environmental regulations on the, the oil and gas industry, particularly related to methane emissions that the Obama administration put into place over its last six months in, in office. And uh, absent that foundation uh, of a social cost of carbon, which of course never uh, takes into consideration the social benefits of, of carbon, of, of all the social benefits of, that fossil fuels have brought to our society. Um, the, you know, the whole basis for some of those regu- regulatory action goes away. So, yeah, and, uh, for instance, of of some of the things that fossil fuels bring to the our society is air conditioning and clean water and 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 things right, that we take life. for granted. Yeah, and life stuff like that. Yeah. And clothes that you wear, any clothes that contain rayon or polyester, and, and on and on and on. I mean, half of, your, of the laptop I'm looking at right now as we talk is made from from materials that were manufactured from petroleum products. So it, it, people just don't understand um, 
uh, all the ways uh, the petroleum in- industry impacts their daily lives. Um, so that that was a big thing, and, and frankly, I just think uh, as time goes on, we're going to see that it really is going to have a more stimulative impact on the oil and gas industry than on the coal industry. Well, now let's talk oil and gas, uh, specifically gas, LNG. Price is stabilizing a little bit. What do you see going on in, in LNG right now? Yeah, we've had a real interesting development in natural gas over the last month. Um, you know, we've had a, a very, very large increase in LNG exports over the last six months, really, but it's really begun to accelerate. Shamir Energy just announced the, the, their 100th load going out of, of the Sabine Pass uh, export facility last week. And, uh, you know, they're just finding more and more markets uh, for natural gas from the United States. The biggest new market, <laughs> ironically, is China. Uh, is bringing in more United States LNG than any other country. Um, and so that Asian market is really beginning to open up, and that is eating up the surplus of natural gas, the, the glut that's been on the market here in the United States. And at the beginning of March, the natural gas price was about $2.70, and everybody thought it was just going to stagnate there or even go down. Well, it, it, it rose over $0.50 cents in MMBTU during the month, month of March. So... That's really been a positive for natural gas. And the other thing that's interesting that's happened is we've seen an activation of about 15 drilling rigs, new drilling rigs in the Haynesville Shale in East Texas and Northwest Louisiana uh, over the last month and a half. Uh, And that has, to a large extent, has to do with its proximity to Sabine Pass and, and the abundance of pipeline capacity coming out of that basin. Uh, by contrast, the Marcellus Shale, you know, which is the other gigantic gas play in the United States, the rig count up there is stagnated, and they also have, are experiencing a real uh, lack of pipeline takeaway capacity out of the Marcellus Shale region to, to get that gas, you know, to the export markets and market into processing plants. So it, well, it's, and, there's, and there's some interesting stuff happening in natural gas. Right, and pipeline projects, are there's several of them going on, and that's not going to be an instant fix to being able to move gas from from the Marcellus to to one of the export plants in around Corpus or, or whatnot. But, right. But let's talk about pipeline projects. Well, you know, that's, that's the other thing that's really been uh, a lot of action around here over the last month. Uh, the Dakota Access Pipeline uh, is now completed. Uh, it has finished its line fill operations and is going to begin flowing oil here in the next few days, uh, you know, which is a real positive. It's going to take 400,000 barrels of oil a day off the, the, the rails and, and out of trucks and into a much safer pipeline system. Uh, Keystone XL was, was granted its. Uh, cross-border permit by the State Department, uh, and so that project is going to continue along. And then we just recently had the announcement of several, uh, three different major pipeline, uh, proposed pipelines to, to bring natural gas out of the Permian Basin down to Corpus Christi um, and other Gulf Coast plants. One of the things people don't really understand about the Permian is everybody looks at the Permian Basin as this gigantic oil play, which it is. But all those oil formations also produce natural gas associated with the oil. And as, as production is ramped up out there in West, West Texas, uh, the 
ability, you know, there's just not enough takeaway pipeline capacity out of that basin to, to handle it all. So um, you're going to see the building of several major new pipelines here over the next year to, to get all that gas out of that basin. How long does it take to complete these pipelines once construction starts? Well, in Texas, it doesn't take long. You know, you know, from from the beginning of the permitting process until construction's finished, you know, things go as they ought to go. It could take about a year, just and maybe even slightly less than a year. But uh, in other states and in other parts of the country, uh, it can take much longer. Especially, you know, one of the things in Texas that makes it easier is by and large you're trying to build these pipelines all you know across branches and other big patches of land that are privately owned whereas in a state like Wyoming or Colorado those western states where over half the land is owned by the federal government it gets much more difficult uh, because the federal permitting process is 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 far more complex and, and time consuming than than the private permitting process here in Texas so uh, but all these pipelines are in Texas and, and, and entirely situated in Texas, so they should go pretty quickly. In, in closing, um, rig count for the state of Texas, it's way up this week. Yeah. Uh, in fact, uh, you know, over the month of March, we, we the industry activated almost, well, over 80 new additional drilling rigs just in the month of March. And uh, that's the most I've seen over the last couple of years, really, in any given month. Uh and that's just a reflection of, of, of companies, you know, uh, ramping up their drilling plans for 2017 in a more stable price environment than we've had the past couple of years. And, um, you know, I think we can anticipate that rig count to continue to rise um, in Texas probably at least through the end of the first half of the year. And then companies are going to reassess where the price is and how much capital they want to spend in the second half of the year. And I really think what What's going to end up happening is, is with the price still in that fifty to fifty-five dollar range, you'll probably see that rig count not fall but level off and stay pretty stable the second half of the year. Uh, but but right now, you know, I mean, it's a good time. It's a, you know, there's a lot of jobs being created in the oil and gas industry right now. David Blackman, final thoughts uh, tying all this back together with the executive order on the clean power plan being signed this week. Um, final thoughts on all this? Well, uh, you know, it's it's what a difference an election makes. Um, six months ago, uh, all these oil and gas companies, were their biggest concern was how they were going to comply with all the new regulations coming from the Obama and then the Clinton administration that they were anticipating. And then the election went the other way, and, and now suddenly uh, the prospects for the oil and gas industry in the United States are a lot brighter. And... Um, you know, that's how elections work, and uh, that's why we vote. So it's, it's uh, God bless America. David Blackman, always a pleasure having you on. I mean, I wish I had, you know, 1% of your knowledge in oil and gas, and, and I'd be a much smarter person <laughs> for it. But we do appreciate having you on each and every week here in the oil patch. Until next week, David Blackman. Hey, thanks you. And right now we do need to take a quick break. On the flip side, starting in the next segment, Kim is at the Wildcatters show in Houston, and she's going to be talking to Alex Mills, Cody Campbell, and John Sellers. That all comes up later right here in the Oil Patch. 
Home to the prolific Permian Basin and Eagle Ford Plays, Texas is North America's most active oil producing region and its midstream operators handle millions of barrels of crude and cubic feet of natural gas every single day, which is why Hart Energy developed its annual Midstream Texas Conference and Exhibition, giving industry professionals a comprehensive look at midstream business activity from the state's premier shale plays to its massive Gulf Coast refining complexes. Join us at Midstream Texas May 23rd through the 24th, 2017 in Midland, Texas at the Midland County Horseshoe Arena. You can register for this great event at midstreamtexas.com. Once again, that's midstreamtexas.com. We'll see you there. PISA is the Petroleum Equipment and Services Association who is the unified voice for the energy industry service, supply, and manufacturing organizations advocating and supporting continued achievements in job creation, technological innovation, and economic stability. PISA provides corporate membership opportunities in two categories, industry and allied. Over the years, a lot of amazing companies have become members of PISA, but don't take my word for it. Click on the directory on their website and see for yourself. In order to become a member of PISA, all you need to do is go to PESA.org, click on the membership tab, and fill out an application. Once again, that's PESA.org. Shale Oil & Gas Business Magazine is the one-stop shop that'll keep you in front of the customers that you need to grow your business. So let's start growing your business in Texas. Email us, info at shalemag.com. Again, that's info at shale, S-H-A-L-E, mag, M-A-G.com. Welcome back to End the Oil Patch Radio Show. Uh, one of the guests we're interviewing today is Alex Mills, who is the president of the Texas Alliance of Energy Producers. For anyone who is not familiar with this group, it's a long-standing organization that represents a lot of oil producers uh, here in Texas, and um, they have, they're a great group of folks, and every year they sponsor uh, an event called the Wildcatters event in which they recognize some extremely amazing oil and gas individuals that are truly considered to be a wildcatter. Here's a little bit of the interview in which I attended their Wildcatter event um, and had a moment to catch up with Alex Mills, again, the president of Texas Alliance of Energy Producers. So we are here with the president of Texas Alliance of Energy Producers, Alex Mills. Alex, welcome to In the Oil Patch Radio Show. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. Now, Alex, uh, before we get started on why we are having an event tonight and what's the purpose of it, I do want to ask you to tell our listeners a little bit about Texas Alliance of Energy Producers, its mission, how long has it been around, and what's the type of member that you're looking for? The uh, Texas Alliance has actually been around since 1930. We were organized as the North Texas Oil and Gas Association, and we did a merger back in 2000 with another uh, organization called the West Central Texas Oil and Gas Association. And um, over the years, we've become um, uh, one of the largest uh, in the nation. And we have, at one time, we had over 3,300 members. Uh, the last two years have been rough, and so we've lost some uh, net membership there. But, um, but oil uh, is coming back, so we should see a, a, an uptick again on members. We hope that it stays uh, steady for a while. Oil and gas are have been a fairly constant in the last six months, so... We're, we're glad about that. Well, I mean, Texas and oil, they go hand in hand, right? Oil is so vital to our economy here in Texas. And I think even if you're not involved in oil and gas, mm -hmm. you get how important it is. So the ideal person that you look for as a member for the Texas Alliance of Energy Producers is who? What type of member are you looking for? Our core membership is made up of independent oil and gas producers. 
operators, um, those who put together the uh, drilling and production ventures and go out and drill the wells and hopefully produce some oil and gas. And then what they do, they sell it to somebody else, a mid, what we call a midstream company, and they transport it. Uh, and then uh, on the crude oil side, they then refine it and then they um, market it to someone else. It, by law, independents are not involved in that downstream operations. So are your members as well, uh, do they need to be directly involved in oil and gas or can they be uh, uh, just people outside the oil and gas wheel, if you will? Well, they can be of any, uh, uh, anybody can join. Um, the core membership is the independent oil and gas producer. So if, he, if, if someone wants to do business with an independent who is primarily the, the person that, that initiates and produces the, uh, the oil and gas uh, production in the state, uh, that could be drilling contractors, well servicing contractors, um, pipe salesmen, drill bits, accountants, lawyers, bankers, um, so really, anybody that wants to connect in any way, including networking into the oil and gas profession, this is a great place for them to come and join. Now we yes. follow, and uh, you have as a member of the Texas Alliance of Energy Producers, they get a lot of perks, and so I do encourage our listeners to go to your website and look and see what the membership entails. But one of the things that I enjoy the most about what you produce is you do uh, write very well in uh, very common uh, terms of what's going on in the energy sector, especially how it affects us in a political sense. Um, and you kind of make sense uh, to anyone, including the average person, what's really going on in oil and gas. And so it's a, uh, a weekly report that you kind of produce and, and email it out to all of your members. Um, and it's very informative and gets everybody, or gets, you know, hopefully everybody that is interested in oil and gas on the same page. Um, so let's talk a little bit about tonight's event. Tonight's event is your, uh, your honoring, your, it's your Wildcatter Award. What is this award about and how often do they occur as a member? Would members be able to partake in this event? Yes, uh, uh, any, any person can come to the Houston Wildcatter events. We have four a year. We select four companies uh, that are in the news, uh, doing things, uh, and um, and tonight we're honoring a company out of Fort Worth called Double Eagle Permian, and uh, they have uh, been uh, uh, doing a lot of mergers and acquisitions and selling of of, of, of um, uh, leases and just a lot of things going on that and that they've been very involved in. Um, we've they're honored. definitely doing something right. <laughs> we're going to interview them later on in the show and, and, and doing some research on them. They're definitely doing something right. So you have great honorees, but you honor them four times a year, different individuals. Um, are these considered wildcatters? Oh, yes. The, uh, these are the wildcatters. Uh, we, we, we've restricted our, um, our honorees to the uh, upstream part of the business, okay. uh, not downstream. And that, that, that meaning that these are the people that, that are putting together the deals and drilling and producing. Right. So uh, they're, they are the wildcatters. Uh, and, uh, and we've been doing this uh, uh, the, for 14 years now. And uh, 
Fort Worth has been doing something uh, like this for much longer than us, and it was such a success in Fort Worth that we decided to bring it to Houston uh, 14 years ago. And it's been occurring ever since. Yeah. So this is just an example of one of what a member who joins the Texas Alliance of Energy Producers, one of the benefits is to come meet these amazing wildcatters, have a few cocktails, a delicious meal, and that's all included in their membership or part of the membership that they can partake in, and it's always at the beautiful uh, uh, Petroleum Club here in Houston. Well, um, Alex, I want to thank you for taking a few minutes to talk to us about Texas Alliance of Energy Producers, and we look forward to having you back on the show here in the near future. Thank you. It's uh, Y'all do a great job uh, getting the message out to the industry and to the general public, and we really appreciate that. It's, you're doing a great job. Thank you. Well, Alex, thank you so much for spending a few moments with us and getting us up to speed on what the Texas Alliance of Energy Producers is all about, and we look forward to the upcoming Wildcatter honorees. But for now, we have to take a quick break, and you are listening to In the Oil Patch Radio Show. Managers, bosses, supervisors, hey, flu season is here. Don't let the flu bug bite your employees. Banish sick days and keep your workforce strong, healthy, and productive with Baptist Healthy Solutions, your answer to convenient and affordable health care that comes to you. Our mobile health unit delivers on-site, state-of-the-art, comprehensive care that keeps your employees healthy from the day they're hired till the day they retire. Trust Baptist Healthy Solutions with your workforce health care needs. Health care that comes to you. Call 866-334-2485. Again, that's 866-334-2485. Shale Oil & Gas Business Magazine is the one-stop shop that will keep you in front of the customers that you need to grow your business. So let's start growing your business in Texas. Email us, info at shalemag.com. Welcome back to End the Oil Patch Radio Show. We are here in Houston at the Houston Petroleum Club attending the Houston Wildcatters event in which they recognize uh, wildcatters who really do an amazing above and beyond job on really finding oil and making a name for themselves and, and their companies. And today is no different. Their honorees are Cody Campbell and John Sellers with Double Eagle Energy Permian LLC. Gentlemen, welcome to In the Oil Patch Radio Show. Hey, glad to be here. So I want to start with y'all's background, because um, you guys are here with Texas Alliance of Energy Producers. You're being acknowledged for some amazing things that you guys have accomplished in, in the way of oil and uh, being oil men, if you will. So I want to start with John, you first. Tell me a little bit about who you are, how did you get started, um, and what is your background in reference to being involved in oil and gas? Yeah, so uh, Cody and I grew up together in Canyon, Texas. My family's background is all cattle, fourth generation uh, cattle guy, and uh, went to Texas Tech, played football at Texas Tech with Cody. And a lot of our friends were getting into the oil and gas business as they graduated Texas Tech. Cody and I were in the real estate business, uh, did well. 2008 kind of came around, uh, kind of wiped us out a little bit, and a lot of our friends that were doing well in the oil and gas, we kind of tagged along with them. and. One deal led to another, and, you know, it was just Cody and I for several years, and then we started hiring people. And, uh, well, we're going to get into that. Yeah. But so you're actually not directly related in uh, growing up in oil and gas. It was very new to you when you started, correct? Yeah, yeah not, not at all. I have no background in oil and gas. Family's not in it. They're all cattle awesome. raisers. So. so I'm excited to get into the story. Yeah. Now, Cody, for you, what is your background in reference to? I know you guys met. 
in, in college playing football together, but how did you wind up jumping into this partnership with him? What's your background? Well, we, John and I actually met in junior high. I mean, we've, we've known each other since we were about 12. And so, um, you know, we, oil and gas came about probably just by proximity. I mean, we were, uh, you know, grew up in the Texas Panhandle and went to Texas Tech and uh, knew a lot of people in the oil industry and that went into the oil industry after college. And so I think that's how we probably got involved with it. But it, it certainly wasn't a, you know, a family thing at all. Uh, my family wasn't in it either. Um, uh, my dad was in sales and my mom was a high school counselor at our, at our high school. And uh, we went to Texas Tech and went there together and actually started out in real estate. And so really our, our uh, moving to one gas was just opportunity driven. And, you know, we knew some people were in it. We knew people in Midland. We knew guys who had become landmen and engineers and those types of things coming out. And so uh, we just thought it seemed interesting and just took a dive into it, and it worked out. Was this something that basically was uh, you guys were having dinner somewhere and you just said, hey, gee, let's get into the oil and gas business? Or was this something you guys had been talking about all through school? I mean, how did the – and who had the idea to do this? I think this? we were drinking somewhere. Oh, yeah, I kind of <laughs> knew that. <laughs> yeah, there's probably no question yeah. about that. Yeah. Um, it was really out of necessity. We, we both uh, were struggling real estate developers. We had success in real estate, then a lot of issues happened in the real estate market in 08 and 09. And like I said, we saw a lot of our friends making money in the oil and gas business and just decided to try it, try it out for ourselves. Okay, now to me that is very foreign and probably is a lot to our listeners as far as you just decide, well, let's just try it out. Like um, That seems to me... It, you would need a whole lot of money. You would need a whole lot of expertise. You'd have to hire a whole group of people. And you guys have made it seem silly, silly easy. And so was it really that easy? Of course yeah, it we wasn't. Had, we had no money, no expertise, and no employees. So, um, you know, we, it's, I think we were probably lucky and we worked hard and hustled. And, you know, I think it's just a tribute to the oil and gas industry um, and the entrepreneurial nature of it. I mean, if you're willing to go out and take chances and work hard and, uh, you know, and, and uh, you know, play your chips, you have an opportunity to, to have success. And that's really what's, um, what's beautiful about it, I think. Well, gentlemen, interesting information, but we do have to take a quick break. You are listening to In the Oil Patch Radio Show. We'll be right back. Amerijet's global cargo network is ready to take care of all your shipping needs. With over 40 years of experience in the energy industry, we will help drive your excellent performance. Shipping general cargo, oversized, heavy lift, hazardous material, or mission-critical cargo? Amerijet is your full-service logistics provider, offering air charter, airport-to-airport, cross-border trucking, and express shipping. Amerijet will connect your company to over 30 major cities in the U.S. with more than 625 destinations worldwide. We provide global transportation solutions throughout the Americas, Mexico, the Caribbean, Europe, Asia, and the Middle East. Your company will benefit from compliance with the highest safety and environmental standards, 24-7 security and surveillance, and online tracking. Let Amerijet's global team ensure the safe delivery of your cargo. For the best in customer satisfaction, Amerijet Houston is your commercial shipping partner. Call Amerijet at 281-617-2187 or visit us at Amerijet.com. Once again, that's 281-617-2187 or visit us at Amerijet.com. Oilfield Experts is the only place you need to go to locate any part, any time for your automotive or oilfield equipment needs. 
Specializing in hard-to-find oil-filled parts for your fleet maintenance needs, oil-filled experts have been providing parts and accessories to keep your tools turning since 1965. From the auto repair shop to the pump jack, call us to get the right part right now. Here's the number, so write it down. Oil-filled experts, 210-471-1923. Welcome back to End the Oil Patch Radio Show. Our guests today, Cody Campbell and John Sellers, co-owners of Double Eagle Energy Permian, LLC. Gentlemen, let's pick up the conversation where we left off. So you guys are being honored here tonight as being wildcatters, which is the true definition. You step out you know kind of shoot from the hip and you land success so i want to talk about this success you guys started your double eagle energy permian llc back in 2013 correct how did it start from 2013 and what were some of the big monumental changes that happened to really lead you up to the end which we're not going to talk about the end yet because i want to wait a little bit in the show and talk about the success that you guys and why you're being honored so how did it start so really double eagle uh started uh, the 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 company john and i started really in late 2008 and um it was you know originally it was just the two of us and we'd go out and buy and lease here and there and try to you know flip it and make money you know from some from selling it to to somebody and um you know over time that grew and we did more and more deals and we were involved in the eagleford just buying and selling leases and then over over the years you know our staff grew and our contacts grew and our expertise grew and um you know we slowly developed into a non-op company and in uh, 2012, I guess, we started a relationship with Apollo out of New York. And we had enough of a track record at that time to sort of attract some capital. From Apollo is who? Apollo is a private equity firm in New York. Um, they're, they're one of the largest private equity firms in the world. They manage about $150 billion. And we had a relationship with those guys through, uh, through Hollis Sullivan, who has wound up being our partner, um, and um, just met them. You know, they kind of took a chance on us, and we did a – a project with them in Oklahoma and uh, we sold that one in 2014 and made a nice return and then on the heels of that we started the the effort in the in the Permian Basin and um, you know uh, kind of moved on from there so um, you know it, it's really been a sort of a you know step by step block by block um, brick by brick kind of um, process since 2008 for us. Crawling, crawling walking and then moving forward. Sometimes falling down sometimes you know, uh, struggling and stumbling, but yeah, you know, always kind of moving toward the, uh, toward the, the goal line there. And some of those fall, those moments where you fell down probably hurt a whole lot. John, I want to ask you though, when, uh, you were having these ups and downs, and I know you guys have had some uh, major wins here recently when, when you've had those downs and those up, what is it that really was the, the defining moment for you guys to not quit and to keep going um, to move on to the next project. And whose idea was it for Permian Basin? Because you guys eventually ended up in there, correct? So whose idea was it, or was it a, a, a both of you guys coming together? Yeah, I guess to answer your first question, you know, when you don't have any options as far as, okay, well, if this doesn't work out, we're going to do something else. You know, that, that wasn't really an option, so we just we had to make it work. And if we didn't, we were in really bad shape. Both had young families, young kids, and Anyway, it put a lot of pressure on us, but I think that's what turned us into what we are now. And as far as whose idea it was to get in the Permian, it was, you know, just such a natural fit for us because we're Texas Tech guys. A lot of our friends are from the Midland, Odessa area. And so I don't know if it was like me or Cody saying, hey, I got this great idea, let's get in the Permian. It was always something that we wanted to do when we were working Eagleford. 
but it just kind of started to heat up in probably late 2009, early 2010, so we decided to go out there and try to put some leases together. Very nice. Cody, you guys recently did a a sell to a large energy company, Parsley Energy. Can you tell me a little bit about what led up to that and uh, how do things stand now as far as the buy and sell of this energy company? Yeah, so, um, you know, the, the asset that we sold to Parsley is one that we've put together over the last couple of years. Um, it's it's about 70,000 acres in the Midland Basin. Um, you know, it's uh, a number of interests in a number of different wells, but it's basically, you know, in the core of the heart of the Midland Basin, which is a you know, horizontal uh, sprayberry and wolf camp formation play that, you know, extremely prolific wells and, um, you know, a very well-proven, well-established area. And so we dug in out there and, um, you know, leveraged our contacts and our expertise in that basin and put together the acreage position. And, um, you know, we had a, have a long-standing relationship with Parsley. We've known those guys for years and years. Um, you know, they were a startup, um, you know, similar to us, you know, kind of um, started from scratch, and, and uh, we really had a lot in common with them and respected them tremendously and, um, you know, started a conversation with them several months ago about the possibility of, of them buying us, and, you know, it, it just came together and worked out, and, we were able to reach a, a deal that worked for everyone, and uh, so we're really pleased with it. We've got about three more weeks until we actually close the deal, so we're under contract now. Um, been under contract for about a month. So what was the purchase price? It was $2.8 billion. Well, congratulations to both of you guys. I'm sure your hard work has now finally paid off. Mm-hmm. So that being said, what is next for you guys? I'm, are you going out of the oil business? I would doubt that, but are you going to look at other ventures as well? Who's excited about looking at something different or who wants to stay focused on oil and gas? No, I, we're definitely going to remain in the oil and gas industry. We, we love it. We have a great team, um, you know, and we're really, we really have a lot of momentum right now, uh, really clicking along. And, um, so, yeah, we're going to look for new opportunities in the oil and gas industry and just kind of keep on trucking. We're both 35 years old, um, you know, not ready to retire yet, so we're going to look for the next deal. Well, John, in closing, tell me, are you guys probably going to stay in Texas shell plays? Are you going to look in other shell plays in the United States? Are you looking worldwide, or is everything on the table? Uh, all domestic. We've done, uh, you know, we're in business in Oklahoma, Colorado, Wyoming, New Mexico and Texas right now. Um, our focus is always going to be the Permian Basin. It's best basin in North America. So uh, not going anywhere too fast, too soon. Well, gentlemen, we really have had a great time talking to you, learning a little bit more about Double Eagle Energy Permian LLC. Congratulations, by the way, on your success. We do look forward to catching up with you a little bit later on in the year. And right now, we need to take a quick break, but you are listening to In the Oil Patch Radio Show. Are you looking for an opportunity to connect with hundreds of professionals in the energy industry and learn about current trends, which will shape every aspect of energy for years to come? Join us for the 2017 Women's Energy Network National Conference from April 26th through the 28th at the brand new Marriott Marquis Hotel in downtown Houston. The theme of this year's conference is Energy Resilience Refueling Innovation, featuring presentations and panels by Judy Smith, Inspiration4, and co-executive producer of the hit series Scandal. A presentation from Jack Gerard, CEO and President of the American Petroleum Institute, and an industry keynote panel featuring Elizabeth Killinger, President of NRG Retail and Reliant, Jody Markopoulos, GE Oil and Gas Chief Operating Officer, and CJ Warner, Tesoro Executive Vice President of Operations, as well as four diverse breakout tracks for you to select based on what fits your needs and career stage. 
In addition, there will be mentoring circles, an expo hall where you can speak with sponsors, and a LinkedIn corner where you can update your profile, speak with recruiters, and even take a new headshot. Registration includes a wine tasting, fitness events, and other social activities at the beautiful Marriott Marquis, the host hotel for Super Bowl 51, as well as a Texas Shade pool and access to excellent dining and entertainment options in downtown Houston. You can sign up at our website, www.womensenergynetwork.org. And as a reader of Shell Magazine, you're eligible for a discount registration code. If you can't attend our conference, you can visit the site to join as a WIN member and participate in informative luncheons and networking events throughout the year. We hope that you join us at the 2017 WIN National Conference, April 26th through the 28th. For more information, visit www.womensenergynetwork.org. Hey, 2016 is a great time to grow your business, and there is no time like the present to improve the awareness of your brand. Shale Oil & Gas Business Magazine is the one-stop shop that'll keep you in front of the customers that you need to grow your business. So let's start growing your business in Texas. Email us, info at shalemag.com. Again, that's info at shale, S-H-A-L-E, mag, M-A-G, dot com. Hey, oil and gas friends, Alvin Bailey here. You know, every week, Kim and I work really hard to bring you up to speed with what's going on out here in the Texas oil patch. I also want to take just a minute to talk to you about your fleet needs. Whether you have one truck or 1,000 trucks in your fleet, I can help you. Call me when you have a minute and let's talk trucks. Did you know that the Kalig Auto Group offers pickup and delivery right from our service departments? And I'll bring the dealership right to your desk. You don't need to drop what you're doing and come waste hours and hours of your valuable time haggling over pennies. I have a very transparent process with a simple pricing formula that ensures you're always going to get a very competitive price and the very best service available in the industry. So call me today, area code 830-480-3656. Again, 830-480-3656, and let's talk. The Kalig Auto Group has Ford and Ram trucks for your heavy-duty needs. We also carry Mazda, Subaru, Volkswagen, Jeep, even Lincoln and Lexus for your luxury needs, and we have an Audi store coming soon. So whether you need work trucks for your day-to-day business or a new Lincoln or Lexus for you personally, call me. My cell number is 830-480-3656. Again, 830-480-3656. Or you can always email me, abailey at kaligauto.com. That's abailey, B-A-I-L-E-Y, at kalig, K-A-H-L-I-G, auto, A-U-T-O, dot com. I look forward to seeing you down the road. Well, welcome back to In the Oil Patch radio show. You know, um, this past week has been an unusual week for the radio show in itself. We've uh, accomplished, believe it or not, uh, over 100 shows. So we're pretty happy that uh, we have a following and we really do appreciate our listenership. As well as uh, we've also taken on uh, some new uh, and dynamic ways of growing the show by actually wanting to go out on location and covering and interviewing Uh, people that are really doing great things either in business or in the oil patch. And, uh, you know, attending the Texas Wildcatters event was one of those first opportunities. And and I have to share with you guys that I really, really enjoyed it for for numerous reasons. Uh, One of them is obviously, uh, you know, the Houston Petroleum Club is amazing. It's beautiful. It's located in downtown Houston. uh, And, boy, they have a, a, a great party They uh, have scrumptious food, delicious food, uh, great networking opportunities. And so I really enjoyed 
attending the event and then also to see, uh, you know, these amazing wildcatters, uh, oil, oil men, if you will, that um, are really doing something amazing. And, um, you know, to walk out starting uh, with, you know, Cody Campbell being uh, a retired uh, NFL player and meeting his partner, John, uh, at Texas Tech and, and going from there and, uh, you know, entering into real estate and then moving into uh, an oil, being an, being oil men and being very successful oil men, by the way, um, it makes me feel good. It makes me realize that, um, you know, the American dream to me is still alive and well. And if you put your mind to it, you don't probably necessarily need to know exactly how to uh, be an oil man per se and start an oil company uh, from listening to these great guys. Their true trick was hiring and having great people around them that knew what to do. And with that, they made success. But, you know, there are many organizations uh, that are deserving, just like the Texas Alliance of Energy Producers that provides great networking opportunities, uh, great uh, opportunities to build your business. Uh, Another one is STEER, because, you know, without STEER, quite frankly, this show just could not be possible. Uh, STEER, South Texas Energy Economic Roundtable, they truly are an organization that it works with uh, media, the community, stakeholders, uh, relationships uh, that they try to uh, create within the community. Great organization as well that we are very grateful and thankful to have, especially for our radio show. But one that I want to talk to you about now and change gears just a little bit is one that is near and dear to my heart. It's actually the Women's Energy Network very large group of women, professional women, that are all over the United States, and they they do focus on uh, helping other women uh, in the energy sector. Um, and that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to work for a major oil company or service company. It's other companies that feed into these uh, oil companies and service companies. Um, and as women, they come together and they help grow each other's uh, professional uh, relationships with companies as well as networking opportunities. Uh, it's a very old organization, been around for over 25 years. And I highly encourage you um, to come and look at joining uh, Women's Energy Network. You know, one of the ways that you can get involved with us Um, is through um, our conference that happens once every two years. It's our national conference in which there are amazing bunch of speakers uh, that will be attending the conference. And I encourage you to go to womensenergynetwork.org and look up all of the wonderful speakers. But uh, the date that it will be held is April 26th through the 28th in the brand new Marriott Marquis in Houston. This conference is gonna bring over 500 participants in multiple disciplines in the energy industry and across the country. It's something that you just do not wanna miss. And some of the executives that you will find on hand will be Elizabeth Killinger from NRG uh, Retail and Reliant. And we actually had her covered in our Shell magazine as well as uh, you can find GE, Tesoro, and many other energy uh, individuals that are talking to the Women's Energy Network. But I also want to say that Women's Energy Network is not just for women. It is for both men and women. And so I encourage uh, any of you men that are listening who want to grow your network. And this organization, Women's Energy Network, I personally stand behind it. 
because I'm actually on the board. I want to hear from you guys. If you have a story that we want you want us to cover or if you have an event, please feel free to go to radio at shellmag.com and send us an email. I'd love to hear from you. If you have questions or if you know anybody who would make a good guest, I'd love to hear from you. Please send uh, an email to me at radio at shellmag.com and we certainly take everybody's emails, look at it and make sure that we try to respond and answer to it. So one last time, I'd like to remind you of the Women's Energy Network Conference that will be held April 26th through the 28th at Marriott Marquis in Houston. For more information, please go to Women's Energy Network. And now it's trivia time. Hey, be the first person to email the correct answer to this trivia question at radio at shellmag.com. Again, that's radio at shellmag.com. And you'll win yourself a $100 gift certificate to Fogo de Chao, an amazing Brazilian steakhouse. Today's trivia question is, what was the name of the organization that held the Wildcatter event that I attended at the Houston Petroleum Club. Remember the first person to email the correct answer to radio at shellmag.com. Well, you'll win a $100 gift certificate to Fogo de Chao Brazilian Steakhouse. Well, that's all the time we have for the show, but be sure to like us on Facebook. That's facebook.com slash in the oil patch radio show and follow us on Twitter at shellmag. That's going to wrap up another great show. We will see you next week with more exciting news and insightful interviews. Until then, adios. In the Oil Patch is where together we learn and explore topics that affect us all in oil and gas, business, and in your community. Every week, our host, Kim Bellotto, along with me, Alvin Bailey, will visit with the movers and shakers in this fast-paced industry. You'll hear from industry experts, elected officials, and many more right here on In the Oil Patch.